This is Startup Renegades, a raw conversation with founders, entrepreneurs, and the unicorns among us who have taken their idea and turned it into a thriving, profitable brand. I'm your host, Shauna Armitage, and my work as a fractional marketing director has led me to connect with dozens and dozens of founders in all stages of their startup journeys. Whether they're bootstrapping or fundraising or have capital on hand, there's one big question founders always ask, how do I grow this thing? On Startup Renegades, we'll explore how they did it, and you'll walk away with actionable steps you can take on your own journey to scalable growth. Hey there, Renegade. Today, I'm going to introduce you to Michelle Penzak. She's a virtual assistant by trade and a military spouse by love. Her husband, Sean, is a pilot in the Marine Corps, and through multiple relocations and deployments, Michelle built a vibrant, thriving, independent virtual assistant business for herself. This led her to start Squared Away. Her own experience as a military spouse has given her a unique insight into the multitude of challenges facing other military spouses who want to have a career of their own, but struggle to find gainful employment local to their latest duty station. I get it. I am a military spouse myself, and it is a hard life, but it's a rewarding life. And trying to find work that's meaningful is really difficult. And I loved hearing how Michelle internalized that struggle and how she was able to grow it into this thriving startup that not only is she now the CEO of, but is really having a positive impact on her military community. In this episode, she's going to talk about the transition from going to the woman who took care of it all to being the CEO and really diving in and accepting and embracing that CEO role. I know you're going to love it. Now, don't forget, if you are in need of an assistant, Squared Away is where you want to look. You can get 25% off your first month with Squared Away at any plan level when you mention Startup Renegades, and it supports the military community. So I highly suggest you go check it out. But for now, let's listen to Michelle's story. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I'm so excited you're here. And I say that a lot, but it's very true because this is a business that is near and dear to my heart as a military spouse myself. Anyone that is doing something for the military community is awesome. But I think what you're doing, what you're building is so important and so needed. But let's start at the very beginning. What did you want to be when you grew up? An attorney of all things. Definitely not doing that now, but <laughs> my parents always used to laugh and say, oh, you like to argue? So this is perfect for you. And I really liked getting the bad guys, yeah. essentially, like making sure the bad guys were put in jail. And I, all through college, I thought that's what I was going to do. I like it. So you went to college for that. Did you go to law school? I did. Okay. I did political science and history mm-hmm. for my undergrad and took the LSAT, the whole nine. And when I graduated from college, I was like, this does not feel right. Okay. Like something about it just did not fit right. And honestly, I didn't want to rack up any more student loans. Yeah. I just went to work Mm -hmm. from there. What did you do for work? I nannied for probably about a year. And that's when I was like, okay, I think I'm going to try and join the Navy. Okay. So, I've had a very interesting path getting here for sure, but I joined the Navy. Mm-hmm. I made it through eight of 12 weeks at Navy OCS mm-hmm. and was injured. 
So they invited me to have surgery and start at the beginning. Honestly, I was like, I barely made it to here the first time. Yeah. And I don't think I could do it again. Okay. So kind of parted ways at that point. Most of my family was in the Navy and it was just, it felt normal and mm-hmm. natural to do that. So at that point I was just like, what in the heck am I going to do now? <laughs> so it was very interesting for sure. That story is really fascinating. So you went to be a lawyer, you started to go into the Navy, and now you find yourself on a completely different path. How did you get to the place where you started this business? I went back to DC and started working as a nanny mm-hmm. per- slash personal assistant. And I really loved the personal assistant aspect. I moved into a different position and I started supporting a company and lobbyist in DC. And I loved it. It kept me on my toes. There was always something different happening every day. And I finally felt like, oh my gosh, I found the missing piece. Mm-hmm. This is it. That's amazing. So you are doing this job, you know, it's all starting to come together. Where did you get the idea for Squared Away? That's another well-traveled road. Uh, In true military spouse fashion, Mm -hmm. I met my husband when I was in D.C. and we were at a wedding. And, I mean, you've heard the story, like, pick up and move, go to be with my soulmate and leave the rest behind. I went into it with the idea of I have this great experience. I'm moving to Jacksonville, North Carolina with the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. I grew up right down the road. I should have no idea, like no problem whatsoever finding a job. That was not the case. And that was definitely not my experience. So I got really frustrated. I put in over 80 applications. Like I couldn't even get a job answering phones at a law firm. And I was like, are y'all really reading my resume? Like, (laughs) I don't think you are. And it was just frustrating because the interviews would go well. And it was no joke, like push it a button. Every time somebody Mm -hmm. heard I was a military spouse, it was like, thanks for coming out. Have a good day. Oh, by the way, what did your husband do? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for your service, but no. (laughs) Thank you for your service. What does your husband do? Yeah. Like, no, sorry. You're here for me. (laughs) Right? So was it just, you know, they assumed you were going to be gone in two or three years? It was always, oh, well, you're here temporarily. And I was like, three to four years is not temporary. Right. I mean, that's a good chunk of change. So I always tried to kind of circle around and say, hey, yeah, I'm here for this length of time, but I can do so much for you and your company during that period. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, military spouses have so, so much to offer, not to mention that we are flexible, that we keep shit together like nobody's business. (laughs) Yeah. You manage a military move that you've got kids like you can do anything like we are an amazing group of people <laughs> but anyway i <laughs> I digress uh, <laughs> no, i love that soapbox trust me it just it was extremely frustrating yeah. and finally this was oh gosh it was in 2012 or 2013 the mm-hmm. beginning of the year and i was just like okay well you guys are like back, your mind is like completely yeah. inverse of where it should be. And so I just started looking for remote work. It was really starting to become popular yep. at that time and take on a new form. So 
I started working for another virtual assistant company during that time. And I, again, I felt feel like I found what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing experience. I moved into a managerial position and then just like, you know, every other fun <laughs> event with the military that you don't expect, my husband deployed. I was three months pregnant mm-hmm. and two weeks later, the company went bankrupt with no warning. Wow. So I was literally a hot hormonal mess. Yeah. I don't think everybody quite understands like how much of a hormonal mess I was at that point, but it was ate my soul. It was just horrible. It was like I busted my ass just to literally watch it go up and smoke. Yeah. And I had a team that was coming to me for answers that I didn't have. It sucked to have to be in a company culture where that happened without warning. Right. And our clients were able to come with us if they wanted to. That was part of the release. So all of my clients came with me. Mm-hmm. All of them were extremely supportive. And I just continued to scale as an individual until my son was born in 2016. Okay. So now your son was born, you've scaled this business. At what point did you make that pivot to it? Not just being, you know, just come here to work with Michelle. How did that expand? Where did you go from there? After my son was born, A few months later, my husband came home and said that we had orders from North Carolina to Hawaii. Okay. I literally sat in my closet and had a massive meltdown. (laughs) I was just like, I could like, I built all this up. I literally like sacrificed new mom time, which by the way, take all your new mom time because that (laughs) is highly recommended for your mental health. I've sacrificed all this to get here just to watch time zones kick my ass. Yeah. Like. No, I I honestly just said this is not going to happen. So um, told my clients I was taking a week off to move. Didn't tell them where. Right. And then because I didn't want to speak them. Like you're moving to Hawaii. Why? So I took the week off and I started working Eastern Standard Time in Hawaii Mm -hmm. with my clients. It was so hard to say, I'm just going to let it go because we're moving six time zones away. Like, I just couldn't. So, I did that for about six months and sponsored by caffeine, I should say, (laughs) in all forms. (laughs) Um, But one of my clients came to me and he was like, I'm growing my company and I really need you to grow too. So, I was like, I'll call you in a few days after I think about this because at that point I had, you know, a year and a half old and I was doing it on my own. So I thought about it. I talked to one of my best friends who was also a military spouse Mm -hmm. and had the exact same struggles. And she had been, and I'd had friends ask me like, how are you able to work and do all of this? Like aside from your crazy hours. So I was like, you know what, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this with military spouses because I can't think of a better arena of people that could honestly just get shit done. Yeah. That is honestly the best phrase. So at that point it was an idea in 2017 about four months later, I brought on my first assistant who Mm -hmm. is my right hand to this day. She's our director of operations and honestly the right half of my brain. Yeah. Cause I couldn't do squared away without her, but She was the first assistant we brought on. We brought on a couple more in November, and we've 
gradually scaled since November 2019 or 2017. Hey, it's Shauna here. I want to take a quick break from this amazing episode to send a free resource your way. Starting up is hard. Whether you're bootstrapping or you've got some funding behind you, you don't always know exactly where to start. I want to fix that. You head to startuprenegades.com right now. You can claim your free business benchmark blueprint. That's a mouthful. It's going to help you set a plan in place so you can create your foundation for growth. And it's free, so why not? Head to startuprenegades.com right now and grab yours. So what was the plan for scaling? Was it just that, you know, you had this agency and that you were going to bring on some military spouses just as you grew? Or was there a plan for like, wow, this has the potential to be a legit big business. Like we have to attack this plan. I I never, I tell every, that is the first thing I tell people. I never planned to be CEO. Yeah. That was never in the cards. It kind of happened very organically. We brought on a couple assistant of assistants as we saw the need. We would kind of just hire as needed. It was very much a teeter totter Mm -hmm. between clients and assistants. And then in 2000, the end of 2018, we really started to pick up mm-hmm. a lot. So we've had rolling hiring since 2018. So what does the growth strategy look like there? I hate to call it this, but it's a two-sided marketplace in a way, right? Yes, you have to absolutely. find the companies to work for, and then you have to bring on the assistants, make sure that they're trained, that they're good fit, all that jazz. So Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, you are growing. You've got hiring going on on a rolling basis. What strategies were you using to scale on either side of the business? Well, we really focused on the assistant side because clients, we have had ex- so much success with clients coming in. Word of mouth has been our mm-hmm. biggest spread. Like, I love my assistant. Go see Squared Away. So word of mouth has done amazing things on that end. So we've never had client issues Mm -hmm. per se. On the assistant side, we really focused on making sure that the talent we were bringing in was very well trained, that they knew processes, that they knew systems, how to communicate the whole nine before they were matched with a client. So we knew that if we really focused on a certain number of assistants that we were training every single month, Mm -hmm. that even if we couldn't match them with a client immediately, they were always matched with a client within a month Mm -hmm. of completing training. So that was kind of the biggest piece that we focused on. Plus they were also completing tasks internally with us so that they were essentially practicing before they went with clients. That's great. So how are you finding these people? You're training them, but well, I think that military spouses are just powerhouses as a group. They're not the easiest group to market to, right? We're constantly moving. We're in different locations. Does this job make sense at different stages of our lives? There's so much to consider. So what were you doing in terms of marketing and finding the right people for these roles? 
So in the beginning, myself and Kelsey, my director of operations, really focused on the Facebook groups Mm -hmm. for military spouses because everybody knows we go straight there for recommendations. Yes. Always, whether it's personal (laughs) or professional, we're going to ask or ask about about people. You can always find someone in that location. So you join the Facebook group before you move. And then (laughs) when you go to the next place, then you start asking the questions. Oh, yeah, I get it. Exactly. Like, who's your pediatrician? Like, what do you recommend for this? Or that kind of thing. So you're always getting those recommendations from military spouses. So we looked at it the same way when it came to Squared Away. Come and work with us. This is what we're offering. And we really just are focused on military spouses. So we really kind of pushed the Facebook pages Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And now our assistants are in the Facebook pages saying, Hey, check out my company. I love working for squared away. So honestly, like the people who are in those Facebook groups want to work somewhere legitimate. They want to work somewhere that's going to support our lifestyle. And they want to work somewhere where nobody's full of crap. Like, let's be real. Yeah. And that's exactly what we were trying to show we were doing. And our assistants tell that tale for us all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's all just word of mouth. You know, were you asking them to promote? Did you have referrals? No strategy. You're just awesome. And everybody tells everybody else as a result. (laughs) I really wish. I really wish that were just it. Actually, it was kind of backwards because Mm -hmm. we had so many people that were recommending our company that our assistants were like, Hey, I would love it if we could get like compensated for this in some way, shape or form. So we were like, absolutely. If you're sending us who we want to work with us, because you guys know better than anybody else what we're looking for. Absolutely. Send them our way. So it was kind of flipped. Kind of reverse engineered an affiliates program. Exactly. I like it. So we were like, Heck yeah, send us a good one. We'll totally compensate you for it. So Okay, awesome. It's been really interesting. So what is going on with Squared Away today? Today, we just really are focusing on our assistance and the services that we're providing and just trying to educate our assistants more and give that professional development piece. Mm-hmm. We are all W all of our assistants are W2 employees. So they're not contractors. I know that scares some people out there, <laughs> but we do provide benefits. We do provide professional development and we just implemented a system as well that so that our assistants, the longer they're with us and the more professionally developed they are, they will actually have the opportunity to make more money. That's awesome. Which is something we were never able to offer before, which is so exciting because nobody wants to make the same rate of pay year after year. You can tell this is obviously a company like run for military spouses by military spouses, right? Because you can hear all the things like advancement opportunities, the opportunity to increase your pay, a job that is flexible for your lifestyle, the ability to get benefits, right? Where at another company, you'd have to be full time, you'd have to work there for a longer amount of time. What I'm hearing are, are some, this is an amazing place to work, but I'm also hearing real changes in you. You went from being an assistant and being a rock star and loving your job, like you said, to becoming the CEO. What has changed in you and where have you shifted your mindset 
I mean, obviously, you're still the one that keeps it all together. But, you know, going from that place of supporting everyone to going to that place of leading everyone. Oh, my gosh. That transition was really hard for me to be completely transparent. I was always the doer. Mm -hmm. They know I've got it. I'll take care of it. It'll be handled. And I found through different mentorship that as a CEO, it's not really your job to do that. It's your job to empower others to do that. And I've always been like, nope, cards to the chest. I've got this. I don't want (laughs) to get messed up. And it's been really hard releasing the reins. So making sure that we have the best people in the best roles Mm -hmm. that they enjoy so that they can continue developing as leaders in another own right. It was really hard. It's still a struggle because I still want to jump in and be the fixer. Right. But that's not my role. My role is to empower our teammates, to encourage them, to listen to their feedback so that we can be better as a company together. So it's taken a lot of self-searching mm-hmm. and pulling myself out of different processes to actually embrace that role. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you are killing it. Are you still in Hawaii? <laughs> I am not in Hawaii. We are actually in San Diego now. So a little bit better. A, bad deal this time. a little bit better. We have in and out here. Yeah. So we did not have that in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> So where do you see uh, Squared Away in the next year, the next five years? What's in the future? Well, this time last year, we had about 175 assistants, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So I would love to see us kind of grow at the same steady, slow but steady pace over the next year. I would also like to see Squared Away doing more philanthropy Mm -hmm. for military families, Um, different foundations out there like the Wingman Foundation and Hope for the Warriors and all that stuff. So I would really like to be able to give back to them because those are all near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, I love that. All right. Big question now. Are you ready? I think so. Here it comes. All right. What does being a startup renegade mean to you, Michelle? I think being a startup renegade means being scared, which is absolutely normal, and plowing through that shit anyway. Yes. And just getting it done and then... Focusing on the good that comes from it, not the negative and not being scared. Everybody's going to be scared. Yeah. But just plowing through is honestly the best thing I could tell anybody if they want to be a startup renegade. Yes. Fight through the fear. Fight through the fear. I love it. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Absolutely. We are online at GoSquaredAway.com. Feel free to add me on LinkedIn. Always happy to answer any questions in regards to Squared Away or working as a military spouse. So uh, really appreciative of you having me on today, Shauna. I'm so glad you could be here. It's been a long time in the making, actually. (laughs) (laughs) In true military spouse fashion. I know, but we made it. We did it, girlfriend. Thanks so much. Of course. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
That was this week's episode of Startup Renegades. Thank you so much for joining me and soaking up all that brilliant entrepreneurial knowledge from today's guest. If you want to suggest a founder for a future episode or just want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at shauna.armitage. That's S-H-A-U-N-A dot A-R-M-I-T-A-G-E. And just a little reminder, if you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. It makes a huge difference and it's so important for helping the show thrive. I'll be here same time next Tuesday for a raw, honest conversation with another startup renegade. Thank you.